Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Oh, say, If you're an American and you're professing to be a Christian, well, of course, as American citizens, what we want is accountable leadership. Why don't we throw in a constitution so they know what's in that? Get engaged in the political process. Honest. You, my friend, are part of the problem and not the solution. The church needs to rise. Rise. The Monica Matthews Monica Show. Matthew Show. Welcome back to the Monica Matthews Show. Happy hump day to you. Today is Wednesday, August the... What day are we on? <laughs> oh, isn't that awesome? Gotta love it. Yes, it is. It is the 19th. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Hump day. We survived yet another night of the DNC. AOC took over for all of a minute, which is always a minute too long. Uh, did not even mention Joe Biden in her, my goodness, in her crazy rhetoric. Just free, 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 free. Everything's free and we got to get rid of rich people. Got to get rid of billionaires because it's just ridiculous that they are billionaires. And in, scarier still are the people on the right and the left, who, but primarily the right, who discount her to the extent that they do because she really does have a massive following of young people. Remember, we talked about the generation of, I know it bothers you guys whenever I use the word bastard, but I say that as really a biblical term. A bastard is someone who does not have a father, someone who does not have a legitimate father, someone who is not has not been uh, made legitimate, legit, right? Too legit to quit. So we have a nation filled with, with illegitimate children. I really don't like that term because it just bothers me as a mother to think of any child being illegitimate. Uh, But whenever I think of it in terms of a biblical context and how important the father is to the household, it makes perfect sense to me and it forces me to be honest about the condition of the soul, the mind of man. And it helps me to make sense of what I see unfolding around the country. So what you heard last night was a lot of rah-rah for Joe Biden. He's a great person. He's a great person. He's a great person. Capitalizing on the fact that, you know, a lot of people do not think that Donald Trump is a great person. Thankfully for us, this is not a personality contest. This is the presidency. And I think if anyone's broken the mold with regard to personality contests sitting in the Oval Office, it would certainly be this president. I happen to like his personality and appreciate it because he just is who he is and what he is and you get what you see and what you get is what you get. I I appreciate that because that's how I conduct my own life. And I too (laughs) am not for everyone, but that's okay. As long as I can look in my own mirror, I'm good. And I'm pretty sure Donald J. Trump does not have a single problem looking in his own mirror. I, don't y'all ever wonder? Don't you wonder 
what his internal dialogue is. Really, what does that sound like? What is the internal dialogue? All jokes aside, what does the internal dialogue of Donald J. Trump sound like? How does that go exactly? I mean, I'm fascinated by that kind of stuff. Some of you would think, I'm sure, well, he just looks in the mirror and, you know, hypes himself up all day. What does this conversation go like with God? Do you really think he doesn't have a passing thought of a creator who's bigger than him? I don't think he's really capable of getting on international television and calling the creator father without that being revealed by the Holy Spirit. I think that's virtually impossible. You know why? Because there's never been a sitting president in the history of the presidency who has actually uttered those words other than Donald J. Trump. And spiritual things are discerned by the Spirit. We covered that last night as well. So, yeah. That's fascinating to me. Like, what is that inner dialogue like? Because the man has more energy than most 35-year-olds. And tenacity and heart and grit, and I do believe the wind in his sails is provided by God. Now, one thing you're not going to hear, and you have not heard up to this point, come out of the DNC is a conversation and an honest conversation about the crime in Democrat-run cities, primarily, there's been a massive uptick in crime, and not just Portland, but Portland for sure, in a disgusting display of what the reporter who captured the entire event referred to as an execution. He saw it from beginning to end with a white gentleman ending up on the ground with half of the back of his skull split open. Varying reports on that. Some say he's been released from the hospital, he's at home. Other reports that he's died. I have not seen hide nor hair of the gentleman. But the face I have seen is that of the black guy who delivered the final blow to knock him out cold and hit his head on the pavement. I mean, just come running like he's hitting, like he's punting, like the punt it was the last, it was the final punt of a game. Fourth quarter, you literally have two seconds on the clock. You got to make it. It's like a 50-yard punt. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, seriously. He came hauling butt down the street, and you see him just haul off and kick this guy in the head and screaming, I'm a black man, I'm a black man. You know, again, identity. Again, the bastards of the world. The bastards of the country, people who do not have any semblance of paternity. They they weren't raised by fathers, so why would we expect them to understand patriarchy in the godly sense? I mean, it's unrealistic. But as far as law and order goes, you're not going to hear the Democrats talk about law and order. It'll be interesting to see whether or not Hillary addresses it this evening. Um, I doubt it. I doubt it. it. It is something, unless she blames COVID, which several Democrat mayors, including my own in the city of Atlanta, have done. They have they have blamed uh, COVID-19 and the stress 
full response to it uh, on behalf of blacks because they are apparently disproportionately um, sought after by this virus, uh, primarily because of genetic disposition as well as dietary and health and diseases that are not only um, prevalent in the black community. There are plenty of white folks rolling around on scooters in Walmart, in case you guys haven't noticed. Why? Because their ankles are the size of my thighs and they can't breathe and, you know, they're massively, morbidly, grotesquely obese. And now listen, you know I'm not fat shaming because I had to come to Jesus' super honest dialogue just last night about the program that I'm on that I am loving, by the way, called GOLO. Mm-hmm. G-O-L-O, very simple, and I'm not a paid endorser, so maybe one day, but I look forward to continuing my path with this because it has been a game changer for me personally, getting rid of the sugar and the just mess that has just made me tired and uh, not at my best and affected my metabolism. So there are a lot of people in the black community running around like that. I love soul food. I mean, I'd much rather eat soul food than on, on any given day. I mean, what? Raised on it. Love it. But it does not love my arteries. It does not love my liver. It does not love my organs. It, and my, sat, my fat cells just love it. So not healthy, particularly in the era of COVID with a virus that um, loves to uh, uh, hang out with a fat host. Fat cells are something in which COVID-19 can and does proliferate. So, um, speaking of crime, something that you're probably not familiar with, many of you, I know I wasn't until recently, and I do follow crime quite a bit because I live in a city that's filled with it. Uh, We have a 200% murder increase, violent crime on top of that. This isn't just, you know, your local carjacking, which is what we've dealt with primarily in the city of Atlanta for a while. Um, Theft, robberies, you know, all that stuff. But this is black on black, you know, uh, shooting in the hood every night, killing babies, drive-bys, just an all-out rodeo in my city, which is run by a Democrat and has been for the past 5,000 years. So what does that tell you? But you're not going to hear the Democrats talk about crime because it forces them to underscore the areas in which they are failing the minority community. And they're not going to do that because all fingers are going to have to point toward Donald. I guarantee what you're going to hear this evening, if you bother to listen to that trash, is Hillary talking about what she could have, would have, and, you know, will do through Joe Biden. You know, too bad she didn't win. That's what you're going to hear. You're going to hear the sympathy speech of, well, this is what I would have done. If you had voted for me, if I had won, if I hadn't been cheated out of my presidency, then it, things would look very different. So again, not addressing the systemic. Systemic is like a buzzword for the left these days. And it's something that a large part of the right is adopting as well because so many people don't know what to think or feel, especially if they're white. They're just confused. And primarily because the church, if you're going to church, is something that upholds this insane narrative that somehow you have to be guilty and you're privileged. And not only is it your church, it's your school boards as well, indoctrinating your children and your universities. 
You're, y'all are so excited about dropping your kids off at the feet of Baal and paying for it. And I did it too. And believe me, I have paid for it. I've paid for it in a number of ways. And I've shared some of those ways on my show. So the indoctrination is real on your college campuses. I get emails from parents all the time about it. What do I do? I'm no longer in fellowship with my kids. Well, I'm just warning you, you need to prepare your house for the conversations that you're going to need to have with your kids because it is prevalent and you're probably going to see your kids on a television screen standing in solidarity to something that quite honestly has been answered through the cross. There, that's my very simple explanation to my own daughter of how things have been remedied and, um, if you're going to tell me that things are fair for white people in the workplace, I'm going to tell you that is absolutely not true. Affirmative action has done a lot of damage to a lot of people, and that includes women, by the way. So there's that. Uh, Back to crime. It would force the left to contend with their, and answer for their shortcomings with regard to law, order, due process, and justice. They are hell-bent on laying the blame of every single thing that goes wrong in this country, including deaths of innocent people. Yes, it is that insidious that they would rest at the feet of Donald J. Trump the murders of children, of black-on-black crime, across the board, ad nauseum across the country. Portland has been rioting nightly for over 90 days. Now, you have to ask yourself, now, and the president did send in the Department of Homeland Security to secure the federal court building because that is his obligation, that is his duty. That is a federal building. Uh, but they're not contending with local law disorder. They're not contending with that. You have to ask yourself, why would a governor, and he just addressed it at a, news, at a presser just about 10 minutes ago, and he doesn't even have an answer. No one does. How does anyone in their right mind sit back and allow this to happen in their city? How, how do you do that unless someone has paid you to turn off your lights and go to bed? I'm sorry. That's just, listen, money talks and BS walks, and you know it, and so do I. And you can always, you can always follow a money trail. Always. So someone is getting some form of something, whatever that may be, in these cities where they are literally turning their, not just a blind eye, their entire head, their body, everything, and allowing their cities to be destroyed from the inside out, from Baltimore on down. Horrible crime. Kansas City, Missouri um, is where you would find A.G. Barr, just today, he was there for a presser. We're going to hear from him in just a minute. Um, some of you are probably not familiar with this, but there's a there was a four year old by the name of Legend who was murdered while sleeping in his father's apartment on June 29th. A uh, little black boy he was four years old, and this is in Kansas City. Okay, and there's been a federal task force that was designed to help local law enforcement agencies reduce violent crime. And in that, uh, it's called Operation Legend, named after little four-year-old Legend, who was murdered while sleeping 
at his daddy's apartment at the ripe old age of four. With Operation Legend, more than 1,000 arrests in the cities where it has been deployed since it began in early July. 1,000 arrests. I'm, I'm sharing this story because I want to give you some hope that someone is doing something. Speaking of Ilhan Omar, uh, someone is doing something within the Trump administration about crime right now. And we're talking about violent crime. Again, this is in response to many of these people let out of prison because their Democrat leaders were afraid of COVID-19. Now, for the life of me, I will never understand why my daughter cannot allow her, me or her fiance, to go into a medical procedure tomorrow because her doctor won't allow it, the hospital will not allow it, while I'm watching thousands of people march in complaint of having to show up in person to vote. While hospitals are sending people away while their loved ones die alone or deliver babies alone. I mean, this is like the stuff that turns me into Samuel L. Jackson, right? Remember that coming to America where he just busts through the, you know, the the whatever king, the Whopper King or whatever. I can't remember the name of the restaurant. Great movie. But he busts in there and he's a maniac, right? Or, you know, whenever he's, what his kid's been, or Denzel Washington, you know, had a dying kid and, and uh, and Samuel Ellis had the same thing in a movie before, and he's like, "I'm I'm listen, I'm taking all y'all with me. I'm done with this." Like, that's the kind of demeanor. I'm surprised someone hasn't actually stooped to that level. To be honest with you, of just having a breaking point of, wait a minute, my dad's in that in that building, my mother's in that building, my husband, my wife, my child. What do you mean I can't put on a mask? If masks are so efficient and so effective against this then why can't I put on a mask and come in and be with my loved one? Has anyone asked these questions? Is anyone addressing this on a federal level? I don't know. But to me, it's nuts, and it just makes me angry. So the president is doing something, and his Department of Justice is actually seeking justice. So you've got hundreds of these buffoons who were let out across the country because of fears of COVID, right? So what do they do? What do murderers do? They go back to murdering. No sooner are they out than they're going back to murdering. So let's hear from A.G. Barr and what he has to say about Operation Legend just today. Thank you. Thank you, Tim, and good morning, everyone. And I'm pleased to, to be here in Kansas City this morning to give you an update on Project Legend, Operation Legend, one of the most significant law enforcement operations in the Department of Justice. And I'd like to thank Chief Smith, the chief of the Kansas City Police Department, for his superb leadership and for hosting me uh, today. We, we launched Operation Legend in Kansas City. And one of the key factors in that decision was that we were working with a superb police department and outstanding police leadership. Three weeks ago, we've substantially expanded Operation Legend, and we are now underway in nine 
U.S. cities. As Tim mentioned, the operation is named for legend Talaferro, a four-year-old boy who was shot while he was asleep in his apartment. For us, legend is a symbol of the many hundreds of innocent lives that have been taken in the recent upsurge of crime in many of our urban areas. His life mattered and the, the lives of all of those victims matter. His name should be remembered and his senseless death, like those of all the other innocent victims uh, in this recent surge, should be unacceptable to all Americans. Through Operation Legend, the federal government has dispatched to the nine cities, to not, these nine cities, more than a thousand additional agents to work shoulder to shoulder with our state and local partners. And when I say shoulder to shoulder, I mean literally. I just had the pleasure uh, of visiting the Kansas City Police Department and meeting the homicide squads, the four homicide squads, and the two assault squads, and visiting with them, the Kansas City Police detectives on those squads, but embedded with those squads are FBI agents, DEA agents, and ATF agents, working literally shoulder to shoulder with them to crack these cases. Here in Kansas City, for example, there are 185 additional agents from the FBI, DEA, ATF, and the U.S. Marshals. Also, to support this operation, we've allocated $78.5 million in grants and other funds made available to our state and local partners. These grants, for example, go to support additional police positions. In some states, we have used them to hire more prosecutors, and we have also used them, uh, these funds uh, to bring to bear some improved technology uh, to help us solve these crimes, particularly in the area of firearms crimes. We saw one result of those efforts last week when Kansas City police arrested the suspected murderer of legend. The arrest was the product of very hard work by the Kansas City police and was supported uh, by critical assistance uh, from the FBI. This arrest will bring, will not bring legend back, uh, but it will make his case an example of how we can come together to take violent criminals off the street and to make our communities safer. Legend's mother and father are here, and uh, when I met her in Washington, I promised Sharon that Legend's death would not be in vain. Okay, so that is um, Attorney General Barr. He is accompanied by the father of little four-year-old Legend, who is wearing a T-shirt that says, I am Legend. I want you to put your head down tonight, at least one night this week, knowing that the Trump administration has not forgotten about us. I'm curious as to whether or not my city is one of those cities and whether or not our mayor would begrudgingly take some of that grant money 
or, you know, while we're defunding the police department here in the city of Atlanta. And how do you do that? You don't always have to overtly defund something. You just hamstring people to the point where they quit and you simply don't rehire. And the Atlanta Police Department has become a joke in terms of anyone who would want to work for them. Now, in light of uh, Paul Howard, the DA, who, along with the mayor, circumvented due process in the case of Officer Rolf, who is, who is accused of felony murder in the death of Rayshard Brooks, who was ar- attempted to be arrested for DUI, asleep in the parking lot of a Wendy's, as you now know, here in the city of Atlanta. The Wendy's has since been torched became our local Chaz slash chop for a moment, complete with armed citizens with what the left refers to as assault rifles because all rifles are created to assault, by the way. But pretty scary scene. Rayshard decided to take off on foot and grab the officer's taser and tase him in the face. And for some reason, I guess probably because he's drunk, we don't really make good decisions when we're drunk. And he really didn't want to go back to prison either uh, because he was out on parole for beating the hell out of his kids. Super guy, right? So Paul Howard decides, along with the mayor, to just skip, hop right over due process, fire Officer Rolf. Um, He is detained. Um, He had to turn himself in. He was indicted, basically, by Paul Howard on live television. Um... Uh, no grand jury, just no due process, no internal investigation. And you're, this this isn't just um, an issue here in the city of Atlanta. This is happening in your cities all across the country because it is law and order and, and, the, and the judiciary has been completely hijacked for the purposes of politicking. So I wonder... You know, if if my own mayor, who is at is a squalid, I love that word, um, hater of our president and any part of his administration, for that matter, I wonder if our hands are out because our homicide rates are up over two hundred percent. It is the wild west in many areas of my city, and so people don't want to come to work for a city police department that um, turns on their police officers. Now, Paul Howard has been defeated in his runoff, and we have Fonnie Willis, who uh, defeated him in that runoff. Uh, She is um, known among law enforcement agencies and state agencies here in the state of Georgia as someone um, who does not contend with pedophiles and, uh, you know, uh, violent crime. So we'll see how that turns out I believe she is a Democrat, but we'll see how that we'll see how that works out. But it has given some people uh reason to hope here. So I wonder if you can rest easy this evening knowing that AG Barr, your Department of Justice, your agencies who, you know, have a horrible light shining on on them right now with regard to the FBI and all of the nefarious business that that went on during the uh during President Trump's uh first campaign. What a disaster. What a nightmare. If it can happen to him, it can happen to you, right? Major corruption coming down 
from the FBI brass and down, you know, a couple of rungs at least. But good to know that there are still good men and women who are interested in enforcing the law who have been called upon to do so in these nine cities that A.G. Barr has referred to. I applaud him. I applaud the Department of Justice. I applaud the various agencies and local law enforcement's local law enforcement agencies, mayors and governors alike, who have said, you know what, we'll take it. It's a shame that you have to entice people with grant money. But, you know, if it's not in the budget, if it hasn't been in their budget, they have stupidly allowed maniacs back out onto their streets. You know, I'm just glad there's an adult in the room. That's I'm just glad there is an adult in the room And I know you are too. So until next time, you can catch me back here tomorrow. (sighs) Until then, you be the adult in your room. Remember, you're going to have to keep those conversations going with your kids, even as they go off to college. Very important. Follow me at Monica on your talk on Twitter. The Monica Matthews on Facebook, MonicaMatthews.com, iTunes, Stitcher, all those good places, Applecast, all that, whatever. Download, download, download. Thank you for sharing. Sign up for my newsletters at MonicaMatthews.com. Be good to your neighbor, beginning in your own mirror. Remember, if you're an American, act like one.